This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. Welcome to the uh, post game podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Al. Uh, Jerry's on vacation. He went to beautiful Texas with the family. So Eddie Scazzari joins me this week. Uh, good morning, Eddie. Hello, uh, podcast people. I was thinking about this on my ride into work today. I <clears throat> had my uh, was down to a quarter of a tank. Okay. When I was uh, driving in this morning, I don't like to get gas at three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. It just seems like trouble. I will do it, but I try to avoid it when Just I can. It's like you don't like to go to ATMs, but you had to the other day. Exactly. I do, Just I try to avoid ATMs, um, gas stations, convenience stores in the middle of the night. I just think that's where trouble hangs out. But could you make it back and forth with uh, a quarter tank? Um, so that's when I got in my car this morning, I had a quarter tank. And I said, you know, I can get to work for sure. And mm-hmm. then on my way back, I could probably stop on the parkway or turnpike, mm-hmm. which is fine by me. But it got me thinking, when does Eddie Scazzari get gas? Like at what point in your, let's talk about you're just going to be working, just commuting to work. Mm-hmm. How low do you let your tank go before you decide I'm going to get gas? Almost always the get fuel light comes on. Okay. That's a good policy. Because then you have uh, how much after when your fuel light comes on? Uh, Well, according to like what it says your range is, it's like, you know, 35 miles. But I know it's really 60. Yeah. But once the light comes on, I, I will get gas at the next opportunity. I don't push it. Okay. But I will, I, I know, I just know because I know my tank is 10.2 gallons. And I know when the light comes on, if I fill up, I'm going to, it'll take about 8.2. So I oh, okay. usually have about two gallons left, which should be really probably closer to 70 miles. Yeah. Cause if you get gas sooner, you're only going to have to get gas again sooner. Correct. Yes. So I let it go down. Yeah. 
and I know you're not supposed to, but for whatever reason, but I've been doing this my whole life and I've never had a problem. Did you ever run out of gas yes. in your life? Yes. As it, when you were the driver responsible for the car? Correct. I did. In an old, uh, before I even had my, um, my, uh, Toyota Corolla, I was driving an old Ford LTD, a 1983 Ford LTD black. Sweet. And I uh, I ran out of a gas in the Holland Tunnel. Wow. Yeah. Heading into or out of New York? Out of. Out of New and York. I had to get pushed out and pushed to one of those gas stations, which are right there. But, wow. Yeah. But that was a situation where my gas gauge was broken, and I didn't know it. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. What did it say you had left? Yeah, like whatever, half. And it just, yeah, it was Dead. false. And so after that, I had to always calculate my miles and figure out for as long as I had that car to figure yeah. out how much time I had left. It's also interesting to see if you're calculating your miles when you know, oh, I go 400-something miles before I have to fill up again. Mm-hmm. The difference between the, the spring, summer, fall, and winter, how yes. that changes. Correct. Like in the winter, I'm like, I need gas again mm-hmm. because I guess it just takes your car more uh, gas and also to they change get going. The, they change in the fall. Uh, they change the formula of the gas. I think in oh, the right? summer, it's like cleaner burning and maybe it's more efficient. And then they change the formula slightly. Uh, but yeah, that's a thing. And then one time I was out west in the early 90s in Yellowstone Park with my wife and my sister-in-law and it was late and we're in a rental and all of a sudden, Oh boy. And you know, it's around a national park and it's late. It's after nine and like nothing's open. So I was sweating, getting to a, finding a gas station that was open, but we did. Yeah. That's a great feeling when you can, when you think you're going to run out of gas and you pull in, you're like, even if it dies right here, yes, the just relief. push me. Yeah. There's a sense of relief. For yeah. Sure. And I always like, um, I think, you know, like, like, let's say going home today, if I didn't get gas, I think ah, I'll worry about it in the morning. And in the morning comes like, oh, oh, yeah. Like I love getting in my car in the morning and there's a full tank of gas. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm good to go here for a while. And, and I, I usually will get gas if I time it right. I mean, obviously if the light comes on and it's in the afternoon or on the way home, I'll stop at the ones outside of the Holland or if I can make it home, I'll get it uh, at the gas station right by my house. But most of the time, it's early morning. As I'm leaving work, I'll I'll go to the gas station right by my house, and and uh, and get gas there. You don't feel worried that it's the middle of the night uh, getting gas. I've never felt really shaky. I mean, it's my neighborhood. Maybe that's part of it. And I know the cops usually they patrol the areas because I see the cop cars cruising around. You know, just like you do on Bradley Beach. Yeah. You see the people patrol. And Jerry's like, Jerry's always, Jerry's point is he gets, when he gets gas in the middle of the night morning, that uh, he goes to the Wawa where the mm-hmm. cops are always hanging out in the Wawa, that area. Mm-hmm. So same thing. Feels... And my, my guy knows me, so I'll just pull out. He does, at this point, he doesn't even get out of it. Like, you know, I, 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 I do it myself. I know you're not, you're not supposed to. In New Jersey. But oh, I would love to find a place that lets me pump my own yeah. gas. No, in the day, I like in the daytime, I never ask to do, you know, I never, unless they're really swamped, I'll just, you know, help them out a little bit. But uh, but in the middle of the night, I, I just do it all the time. But in the daytime, you know, there could be somebody watching, like when it's state inspector or whatever. And you would prefer to pump your own gas? Oh, my God, yeah. Me too. 
Yes. Gino doesn't understand why I want to pump my own gas. You get out of there quicker. In and out. That's the only reason. It's not like I love doing the action, but it's just like, boom, done, gone. And that's the best part about like uh, renting a car on vacation. Yes. I'm going to pump my own gas. Mm -hmm. It makes stopping for gas less annoying yes for sure because you don't new, have to wait yeah in new jersey you gotta wait like it's one guy working multiple islands yes of, of uh gas pumps and forget about it. if it's at the turnpike or park yeah parkway and you gotta wait in line sometimes before you even yes. get gas ridiculous what's the other state oregon yeah but i think they they were in the process of flipping that oh, or, or the they only... or they just did it we were like legitimately the only state left nice where you can't pump your own gas. Give me the option. Give me a self-serve island. Right. And hey, I I, I want to. Yes. Uh, yeah. I would actually, if I pulled into a gas station and it said self-serve, three fifty, we pump for you three forty. I'm going self-serve. Yeah. I'll pay extra. Right. Because at that point, it's going to be what an extra ten cents for right. ten gets a dollar. But yeah, it's worth it. I still see huge lines at the Costco gas stations. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, what are you saving? Right. What are you saving? Like, you, you have to... a 10-gallon tank. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Yeah. Even if it's a dime difference, which it's not. Right. A dollar you saved. Yes. And I have to drive out of my way yeah. to to get it. And because and wait in the line. And wait in the line because it's cheaper. And so yeah. all these people are driving further and idling, and it's going to probably be a wash. Were you, were you well, I know you weren't driving yet. Because you're only a couple years older than me, but were, do you remember the gas shortage in the '70s yes. when we had a wait in line Correct. for I do. gas? I do. Man, I remember one time waiting with my mother mm-hmm. in this huge line, like where you boy, where you would get the Sunday newspaper to read while you were waiting in line yes. for gas. Uh huh. And I don't know, uh, were F- Sandy? Were you in Basking Ridge? Um. Yes. Okay, so I don't think you were affected out there. No, but the gas, we still had gas problems. But you did, oh, so you did have some gas lines. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because in my neighborhood, it was like insane. They had cops because people were getting into fights. You could just smell gas everywhere because when they had it, they would just run through the whole supply. But then you drive down the turnpike to exit 8. Right. And it was like nothing ever happened. So twice in my life, I remember gas lines. Yeah. I know it gets scarier. Like you, or you, mm-hmm. you take for granted that we've just got gas anytime we want it, uh, or and food anytime we yeah. want, yeah, and water, and you know, you know, what it was was during Sandy. We did we lost power for mm-hmm. like a week, in, even yeah. in Basking Ridge. Mm-hmm. So that was the problem. You, I think you tweeted at that time. I'm still not going to read a book. No, I had a book on my <laughs> shelf. I was like, well, if I'm not reading this book now, yeah. I am never going to read mm-hmm. this book, so I probably should just toss it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I've got zero entertainment right now. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We talked a little bit about on the show road rage. Yes. Was your dad a road rage guy? No. 
He was not at not. all. No, very calm. Yeah, driver. Yeah, he was. Yeah, not a road rage and not like a crazy speeder or weaving in and out. None of that. And you are not that way. I am not that way. I mean, I'll, and especially like, I, I think, like, although I, you know, I don't have a history of speeding tickets. I've gotten them, of course. Um, you know, there's places where if you're going 60 and a 50, it, they're going to give you a ticket. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I've never been a, like a crazy driver, crazy speeder, or really like I'll I'll say like you know I'll make a comment when somebody cuts me off or doesn't signal or whatever, but I I don't get really angry about it. Will you yell what you yell here? Like if a commercial doesn't work right? Yes, correct. I'll do that. F hump. Yeah, you hump, yell. Yeah. You'll yeah. yell that to a yeah. or you'll say it out loud in your car. You're oh, not correct. hanging at your window yelling no, no, at no, a I'm guy. Not, Right, I'm not really angry, yeah. but I just yeah, annoyed. Kind of, yeah, I note it for sure. Have you ever been in the car with Chernoff? Um, yes, that's not often. An, that's an experience. I think I went to drove from when we were still working in Queens mm-hmm. to a Met game, which was not far, but uh, a tough ride because of traffic yes, and all sure. that stuff. And yeah, I remember. And I drove with him and Eric Spitz, and Spitz is not that way. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Mark was a very, very uh, angry. angry driver. And yeah. would like honk the horn and like swerve. And, hey. Yeah. Right. My dad was a crazy driver when we were younger. I remember, I have I recall two incidents. Um, well, he, he my mother had told stories that when they were dating or early married, he would, <clears throat> you know, if a trucker looked down from the, the, the higher up seat in a mm-hmm. truck down at my mother in the passenger seat, he would like freak out, mm. get very angry. There were two two times I remember. One was uh, we were going to my Little League baseball game, which was played behind the Colonia Middle School. Where we were. Where we were. Right. And my father went around the corner and some some teenage kid, also in some sort of baseball uniform, he was older than me though. He was on a bike. And my father came around the corner and where this kid was we wouldn't have known he would have been there. So we weren't close to hitting him, but we came around. And the guy, the kid goes, yeah, fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, my gosh. My father got out of the car and was screaming at, like, face-to-face with this wow. teenage kid. I remember, like, oh, my God, now I got to go play baseball. Yeah. And then the other time we were, we were uh, getting off the highway for an air show. And it was uh, bumper-to-bumper traffic, two lanes mm-hmm. exiting the highway. And so it was slow, and the car next to you would pass you for uh, then. You'd catch up to them. It was slow. And there was these group of guys in a car, and they just... And this was the actual phrase they used. They said... Um, they called my father a duty head. <laughs> duty head. <laughs> Well, as soon as the cars stopped, he got out. They roll up their window really quick. He punched their window. Really? Trying to, yeah. Tried wow. To, yeah. Well, I, I, mean, I was thinking, that hey, a man was sitting here in traffic with a car full of kids. He was probably annoyed as hell. Yeah, but that's some serious rage. Serious rage, yeah. So I never did that. I never, I've never, I've, I'm like you, I'll yell yeah. to myself. Right. I'll put my hand, sometimes I'll put my hands up so in case they look in the rear view mirror and I'll wave like, hello, I was yeah. here. You cut me right off. But I'm never getting out of my car. To, I don't have that kind of rage. Yeah, and the the like if someone is like sort of being a jerky driver and is upset at me for either not going fast enough or not moving over whatever, if they ever like um, 
like you know pull up next and like you know gesticulate in some i just i blow them a kiss because <laughs> i know that's gonna just oh yeah cheese them off yes yeah that's about it that's you know if that's i think it's kind of just funny it's but, fun yeah yeah so you know but maybe i'll get punched one day uh yeah i doubt it i don't think you'd get yeah i don't think you could get punched for that but that's the extent of my uh road rage yeah that's good yeah Especially going into, and I, I would definitely, even when I would have any sort of road rage, if I was in New York City, to me, that goes out the window. Yeah, no, no. I'm not a road rage person right. in New York you gotta, City. You got to know the room. Yeah, know the room. And I don't know what goes on. In the, and Or like at, you know, 3 a.m. in New York City, mm-hmm. someone cuts you off. They're cutting me off. No problem. Yeah. yeah. I won't even gesture from the inside the car. Yeah. Yeah. And you always have to be ready to just break traffic laws if you see trouble coming. Oh, yeah. Which, you know, more so when I was cutting through Jersey City when they were doing all this construction on the Pulaski Skyway. Yeah. I, I just knew that there were certain times when I, I might have to just punch it. So Certain parts of town where yeah, at it, that hour. But no, I've, I've thought about it in New York. I've never done it. Yeah. You know, never even come close. But, I've you know, I've thought about it. It's weird where we are in New York because we're so close to the Holland Tunnel. Mm -hmm. When it's open, you know, when we get in through the Holland Tunnel, we're at work in a matter of a few minutes. And when we're leaving, we're gone in a matter of a few minutes. Right. So we don't really get the full craziness of New York driving. No. um, Unless we're in the morning, sometimes the Holland Tunnel's closed and we have to cut through New York a different way. That will see stuff, but we don't get the high traffic, high no. intensity chaos. But the the one where we've been going last week and this week, because the Holland's closed again. Yeah, that little area, you know it as you're on your going oh, yeah. up to Broome. That, that 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 could be a little trouble. Yeah, you're looking around. Oh, for sure. And it's weird too when you see when you see someone who looks like a victim walking around. Yeah, like what is this? You'll see like a a. A girl mm-hmm. with headphones on, so clearly listening to yes. music, walking by herself at three thirty, four yes. a.m. Uh-huh. in a part of town where in your car you don't feel great. Correct. And right across the street is this, like this little linear strip park, and there's some sketchiness in there. Which Very you sketchy. See. Yeah. So I don't know, like what. Like man, there's a victim. Like if I was a criminal, I'd see there's a victim. Yeah, well, braver, braver than I, for yeah. sure. There's one woman I see all the time in the morning walking down Hudson. Yes, yes, I've far. seen her. Uh-huh. She walks far because I've seen her in different yes. parts. And it's like I don't know if she's it's her exercise or what because she goes back and forth. Yeah, yeah, I see her too. Although this area again, it's a little better, a little less. Yeah, it is a little quieter. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. But you did see one time when this, or th- there was a a period of time during uh, the COVID situation when there were... S- oh, the riots. Yeah, some the, riots. Well, that was, it had nothing to do with COVID. It had to, uh, co- it coincided with the George Floyd oh, okay. uh, case. And then there was the, basically, riots in New York and many other big cities where that was, that was crazy. Because that was when the Holland was closed. And I had to oh, come across man. the book. Brooklyn Bridge was right near City Hall. And as soon as I got off the bridge, I was like, oh, my God. I was a little worried. And then I got 
got eased up as I got over to our area across town, east to west, and thought it was all good. And then, of course, some rioters were coming up Hudson Street and broke into the pharmacy. And hey, you saw that? Uh, oh, I was. Yeah, I thought I was dead, but they. Some went up Hudson, some came down King, but on the other side, and that's when they had taken the register for inside Hudson Pharmacy and were smashing it on the sidewalk. And that's uh, it's right across the street, right by, you know, where that uh, accessoride thing is and the, you know, our garages here. Yeah. And I was like, oh boy. And uh, yeah, but I made it. Here I am. Did anyone yell anything at you when you No, were- no. I kind of just kept my, it just kept quiet and, Kind of kept moving, and as I walked by the Hudson Pharmacy, they had smashed the window. They were still in there, wow. and I just quickly got down to the entrance as fast as I could, fumbling with my key card, and then I told uh, the uh, security people, I said, listen, there's crap going down here. Don't go out there, and, and I actually was disturbed enough. I sent an email to Chernoff and to Olive and to Ben Meverick. I said, listen, hey. Because this was when not a lot of people were still coming in. I said, just be aware this is happening. And but how how many days did that last? One. It was just the one day. And there was no, when you came back the next day, there wasn't any more no. additional chaos going on? No. And then after that, the rest of that week, you had to show some some paper to get into the, like through the link. And you never experienced this. I had like a letter from sure an offer from the company or something that I'm authorized or whatever. And for that week after those riots, I took the Lincoln because I was like, I am not going through that again. And, and I twice I coming out of the tunnel, most of the times I just got away, but twice I had to, I was asked to show. What did they call that when you're like a, um, like a needed employee? A, a was that what essential. it was? Essential. Yeah. Where yeah. is your essential worker Correct. letter? Correct. Which I always felt like I'm on the very low end of essential, <laughs> if you want to analyze Police, firefighters, right. ambulance. Right. You know, even like way above us is like people repairing phone lines and power lines and all that. What is so essential, sir, about your job? Well, I've got a boomer uh, penis drop. Yes, I've got to I really have to do that. People need it, <laughs> especially in this time. Yeah. People in this time need yeah. I've got a huge penis, a boomer saying huge penis. I've got to get yes. that out there on the air. Mm-hmm. And I may have some fart sound effects to play. So yeah, you, please, sir. I have to. Please, sir. Let me get through. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie, let's do the uh, warm-up program. Okay. Are you adding the warm-up program to this? Yes, I am. It's uh, with CeeLo and Big Zoo. Correct. I figure there would be enough people who might be interested ah, in that. Give it a shot. Yeah. Hey. And then tomorrow I'll be back with CeeLo in the warm-up show chair. Yes. Geo and Joe B. Yes. Yeah, in uh, the 6 to 10. And then for two days, and then a Gio and Stugatz. Yes, Stugatz. Who I just learned today. I may have known this before, but I forgot what his real name is. John Wiener? John Wiener, yeah. You knew that kind of? Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. I only know that actually from his Twitter handle, I think. he his, he Or no, in his bio, he's, he might say his name is John Wiener. No, okay. Wiener. And I don't know much about his like early history. I know he's been with ESPN and the yeah. Lebetard uh, for quite some time. I'm going to see if he has a Wikipedia page. All right. And I'm going to read up I'm on that. I'm going to say he does. I'm going to say he does as well. Yeah. I'll read up on him there. Okay. And then, uh, so we'll see you tomorrow. Yes, we will. So. so-